Hello and welcome to the Film Obsessed Couple. I'm Shelly. And I'm Scott. If you're a new listener, we really appreciate you choosing us to listen to Scott and I are a married couple obsessed about movies. Scott is more analytical while I'm a little bit more open-minded. We're unscripted, unfiltered, and hopefully we leave you with a little something to think about. And unsponsored. (laughs) So if you would like to change that, let us know. So get ready as we dive in. Yes, welcome back to another episode. We are here again with Howard the Duck. Woo! You sounded excited when we were talking about this one before. Is So this is a movie that you had obviously seen before? Yes. Yeah. Actually, the last couple of movies, I've been just thrilled because they're just like favorite childhood movies of mine, mm-hmm. which when we did childhood movies, it was really hard to choose which one. So I'm glad we're we're getting to these. Well, we did childhood movies. I was like, what movie would you like to talk about? And you were like, uh... <laughs> I was like, like, what was that one with the monsters under the bed? I was like, anything, anything (laughs) at all, anything at all. And then I started like a ton of scary movies, like the um, Puppet Master. Mm -hmm. My gosh. Yeah, I was like, maybe we'll save some of those for Halloween. And we did. And we we could do, that's a good idea for Halloween, Puppet Master. Yeah. Um, I had seen this as a kid. And I was telling you, because we were watching it, as we get into the third half of the movie, it scared the shit out of me as a kid. Right? Because I think I was very little when I saw it. And the whole possession thing and the guy going crazy, watching it now, it looks a little silly. But back then, I was like, oh my god, that guy's possessed by a demon. It's weird. I don't remember this scaring me, but I was very much into scary movies. So maybe that's why it didn't scare me. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really watch scary movies that much as a kid. I remember being kind of like a coward, being like afraid of them. or, And um, I had a lot of bad anxiety, which wasn't treated at the time. You know, I had OCD and it's an anxiety disorder, so I would always have like anxiety about things. So I would watch these movies and it would just scare me or freak me out. I remember I saw a uh, like an ad on TV for the new Nightmare on Elm Street movie at the time that was out. And it, like, f- scared the shit out of me. It was, like, the one, I think it was five or so. I can't remember the number. But it's the one where the dude, like, Freddy Krueger comes through the waterbed at this dude. Yeah. I saw that on TV, and I was freaked out. I think my parents even had the waterbed still at that point. Oh. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, that, I mean, some things as a kid can really mess you up. Yeah, a- absolutely. And it just kills me thinking back on it. Like, my parents had a waterbed for so long. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, that does not seem good. No. Like, you know, if you want to sleep on your side, I imagine you just sink into it. Yeah. I remember having a um, a water bed. Like, my stepmom really loved them. Mm-hmm. So there was like, I think we had two. One in my room. I don't think my brothers had any. And then they had one. And I'm telling you, that was awful. Oh, like, yeah. Even as a kid to get in and out of. And as long as you could stay still, you're fine. Yeah. But you move around and it's all like... Yeah, can you imagine having sex on one of those things? Not to imagine my parents having sex on it, but just in general. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Let's not. No, I just was like, in general, in general, you know. (laughs) I'd be like, let's move to the floor, get some rug burn, it's all good. (laughs) 
Um, but yeah, Howard the Duck is, this was like one of the first, I think, please don't call me on it or do if you want, I don't care, Marvel movies back in the day. Really? Yeah, Howard the Duck was a Marvel comic property. Had no idea. That's amazing. Yeah, and it was funny. I was reading some back, some history on Howard the Duck that came out in like the 70s, started. And apparently at the time, he was just a duck that wore like a jacket and a tie and no pants. And Disney was like, fuck you. That's like, that's a little too much like Donald Duck. So oh. I guess they sued him and they made him change to where he wears pants now. <laughs> and I was like, how funny is that? Because now Disney owns Marvel. Oh, man, he can go pantless now. Yeah, maybe they were like, oh, you ripped us off for Donald Duck. Fuck you. One day we'll own your ass. He can be free. Yeah, apparently they made fun of him in the comics where he had to wear pants because there was some group that was like fighting against public nudity or something. <laughs> Named like something Sydney, so it was like the re an anagram of Disney, and he owned a uh, a theme park named Sydney World, and he was like, "Oh, that duck's nude. I want him to wear pants." No, oh, wow. So it it was kind of funny because I was watching the movie and like he's got pants on and his tail like pokes out. He's got a hole for his tail. That's cute. I'm like, why don't they just? I mean, it's not like you can see their duck dick. Maybe. They, yeah, these ducks, we don't really get an explanation of it here, but, like, women do have breasts in this. Like, I mean, they really do have breasts, you know, but actual titties. Yeah, like the lumps. <laughs> <laughs> so who knows? Maybe he's got a, he's got a Howard the Duck dick. <laughs> so I guess that's our theme of this episode is talking about ducks and their dicks. Yeah, I think I read somewhere that ducks' dicks are corkscrewed or something like that. They're I like, have no idea. Yeah, maybe I may be making that up or imagining that in my own head. Wow. We'll post a picture if we can find oh, it. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> so for the only time in the movie we get narration where this narrator is coming over and he's like, oh, throughout the universe there are different multiverses and i was like damn marvel's already doing the different multiverses in their very first movie because they're doing all that shit now where it's like hopping multiverses you know i did not put two and two together but i was like this reminds me of star wars you know the narrating towards the um oh like the the text coming yeah 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 yeah, because it's very, it's a very, like, it's like, Howard the Duck. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That was very good. But it's all like, oh, there's different universes, and who knows what could happen. There could be ducks with tits and ducks with dicks. Let's see how many times I can say duck dick in this. <laughs> okay, new drinking game for this episode. But this is Duck World, and I guess that is true to the comics from the little bit I was reading earlier. Seems like everything is the same, except it's just ducks instead of people. Because mm. okay. as the movie opens, we see Howard go through his duck apartment, and he's got like posters, which, you know how much this suit of Howard the Ducks cost? No. Two million dollars. Like... The whole thing, it just not it, just the clothing, but the whole. Like the head, the I think. I think there's like uh, animatronics in the head to make it like move and shit. Yeah. So it says two million in 1986 would have been about five and a half million dollars. 
today. Jeez, wow. George Lucas always gets a bad rap for this movie where they were like, oh, yeah, George Lucas is Howard the Duck, but he did not direct it. Did they make a lot of money on this film, do you know? It says it cost 30 to $37 million to make, and it made $38 million. Okay. So, no. Like, they, you know, when you break even like that, it's not really a win in Hollywood. No, no. And it's so funny that Hollywood accounting, when a movie is like, this movie made $400 million at the box office, and then the studios will be like, yep, we lost a ton of money on it, can't pay it. And then, really, they do that, look into that shit. Wow. They were like, we lost so much money on that. Oh, it made a billion dollars. Yep, we, we are completely at a loss on we that. We are broke as fuck. I think it's that Hollywood accounting where they were like, yeah, we don't know where that billion went. Mm. Here's my new house. Oh my gosh. But the guy that directed this is Willard Hayek. And this is his last movie he ever directed. Apparently, he never directed another one after this. <laughs> wow, I didn't think it was that bad. But we go through Howard's apartment and we see all these things he's got like posters up and stuff like raiders of the lost stork like Mm. you know raiders of the lost ark just posters with duck in them somehow you know it doesn't show his face for some time he's like walking through his house and it's kind of like the opening to back to the future where it's like showing all the stuff on the wall and and then it shows like doc's place before you actually see marty's face no yeah um yeah they're like we we spent almost five million dollars in 2023 money on this Uh, We're going to wait to show that face. (laughs) He's drinking. He's making himself a a nice drink. And then he sits down to watch TV. We see various bad TV that he's watching, just like commercials. Humans do, yeah. Yeah. Uh, He's reading Rolling Egg magazine, by the way. Oh, yes. There's a lot of like, there's an egg thing that I'll point out here in a minute. Yeah, another poster I have in my notes is he's My Little Chickadee. Starring May Nest, May West, and W.C. Fowl, oh. who was W.C. Fields. Clever. Oh, and Breeders of the Lost Stork was the name. So, Breeders. Hmm. That sounds a little worse, trying to fuck that stork with his duck dick. Yikes. <laughs> that was loud. Yikes. Uh, his commercials, I have them here. He was watching a commercial for Jock Itch and Feather Buster. Mm. But uh, he's tired of that, so he pulls out a Play Duck magazine, and this is the first nude duck we get. Yes. It's like a duck wearing lingerie, and you see her her boobs. See her lumps. Her lady lumps. (laughs) And he's like, oh, yeah, baby. Well, this is where we finally get the movie going here, because you're like, I'm going to watch this duck jerk off. Ew. But his recliner starts going and gets pulled out of his apartment. Yeah. He gets sucked out. Sucked right out. You think there's an earthquake or something. At first, yeah, and then his his couch his like recliner levitates and then gets pulled out. Of course, as he gets sucked out of his apartment building, he goes through the bathroom of a neighbor next to him, and it is a duck woman bathing herself. Of course you see her duck tits again. Her yeah, duck tits. He gets sucked out of it looks like a tunnel is going into duck world. And he gets sucked out of that through space. I was like, I guess this tunnel allows him to breathe because that'd be funny if he just got sucked out into space and his head blew up. (laughs) (laughs) Or he catches on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we just watched the newest What We Do in the Shadows and there is a spoiler catching on fire, falling back to Earth joke. (laughs) And wouldn't you know it, he falls to 1986 Earth. Yes, and we we get a, a picture back at his Earth 
and it is shaped like an egg. Okay. I was like, did I forget that? Uh, I must have been writing it down. But yeah, it's shaped like an egg. Yeah, it was so funny. It had like the features of our earth, you know, but it's just instead of round, it's shaped like an egg. I think I, I did read it here where I put down and had two moons as well. Uh, okay. I didn't notice that. I wonder how that would affect it. I guess it would shape. <laughs> I don't know how. I guess we could make an entire podcast on the uh, gravity situation. and mm, That sounds thrilling, but let's pass. So Howard falls into like an alley on Earth. We get like this punk club. I don't know the name of it or didn't catch it, but basically Leah Thompson and her band are playing in this club and they are like a punk band. Mm-hmm. Which I did read in the trivia. She says she still has this guitar that she was playing in it, which is a Gibson Les Paul which if you, you know, if I would do Howard the Duck if I got a nice guitar like that. Well, absolutely. Yeah, she'd be like, oh, I don't know about doing this movie. I got to pet this thing like I'm going to have sex with it. Well, here's a Gibson Les Paul. Well, okay, well, sure. Oh, there's actually a little child in this suit, and I've got to pretend like I want to have sex with him. So he is a short person, but he was only 13 at the time. Oh. Born in 1973 in this film, or 12, because it probably filmed in 85. That's so bad. So, yes, it is a child, thank God, We because we apparently Shelly's got a lot of jokes lined up for that. <laughs> but he is a shorter person, I guess. But yes, at the time, he was 12 to 13 years old filming this adult movie, which is not for kids. No, even though, you know... Well, most of the movies I watched as a kid were not for kids. Right. But you you figure parents are watching that and then they're like, oh, it's a wacky adventure of a duck who comes to our planet. And then it's like, oh, well, this dude gets possessed. He can kill people. Yeah. He gets crazier looking as we go. Yeah. The first five minutes should tell parents this is not a children's movie. <laughs> I just imagine they're watching it and they're like, all right, kids, settle in. We're watching Howard the Duck. And he's like, play duck. Oh, there's some duct tape. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> All right, kids, we got to get going. <laughs> so basically, it's just Howard is kind of freaking out. He's running away from like these women on motorcycles at one point. Satan sluts. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's that's a good name. <laughs> I love it. That's like in uh, The Simpsons where they start their own motorcycle club. They call them the Hell Satans. Oh, nice. There is a very fucking weird thing here where these punks grab Howard the Duck as if there's any other Howard in this movie. Howard. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Howard the Duck. Which one was Howard? <laughs> Howard the Duck. And they push him into the arms of the doorman, and they're like, oh, he is your date. Yeah, and this door guy is not, like, your average. He's kind of, oh, I don't want to make fun of anybody like this, because he was a good-looking guy. He was just kind of lanky. Is that a good term? Well, what's weird about it, yeah, Gedlenki is right, but what is very weird is the owner of this bar sees Howard, Howard the Duck, as you would know, <laughs> as you know him, Howard to his friends. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, I know a bad costume when I see one. Get out of here, kid. And he throws Howard out. And the the doorman's like, hey, that was my date. <laughs> like, so he's fine with it? He was ready to get down with a 13-year-old. Like, it wasn't like a joke that these guys, these guys, he probably told these punks, like, can you guys go find me a date? Oh. Kids are not off the table. And disclaimer, I'm not making fun of any kind of child abuse. Um, Been there, done that. So I, I would not want that 
on anybody, but it's just funny. Yeah, it's very strange. Well, all while this is happening, Howard keeps kind of doing one-liners here where he's like, I'm a dead duck. <laughs> yes. He gets knocked into a trash can and he's just like, talk about, about a, a rotten, rotten day. day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I waited until I'm like, I'm going to say it at the same time. <laughs> And he just hangs out in this trash can until Leah Thompson comes out of the bar eventually and is like walking down the alleyway. Mm. And she gets accosted by two dudes, which one of them I, I wrote down says, Hey, baby, can you sign my shorts? Oh, okay. Well, how about if I punch you in the dick? Yeah. Well, Howard gets out of the trash can here and he decides to save her and he says, No more, Mr. Nice Duck. Mm-hmm. He's like, Leave the girl creature alone. Well, one of them, one of the guys is like, oh, I'm seeing a duck. I must have done too much toot. Yeah, that's right. I wrote that down too. I'm like, toot? That's coke, I think, right? I don't know, but it sounds just weird. Like tooty fruity. I think it's cocaine. Yeah, it's the portion of cocaine that a person snorts. That's from Google. That's a toot? So what's the stuff that you don't snort? Snort. Snort. Leftovers. (laughs) Late, using bag that up for later hey don't worry that that won't last very long it'll be out in a minute <laughs> but it's like i've been doing too much toots <laughs> did you just toot <laughs> yes i did i toot all day <laughs> i toot every hour <laughs> <laughs> when i go to the bathroom i toot hard <laughs> like, i tooted <laughs> well he is gonna beat these guys up because he is a master of quack foo Mm -hmm. it's like i'm a master of quack foo which if you don't know that's kung fu (laughs) (laughs) for the people in the back that is kung fu (laughs) so leah thompson is named beverly in this movie which apparently that is howard's girl in the comic books is beverly they wanted to stay true enough to the comics that they were like let's yeah we need howard to have a sexy lady well yeah he's like where are we and she's like cleveland and he's like no no what planet is this and she's like earth i I think yeah and he's like cleveland (laughs) (laughs) which begs the question i guess cleveland does not exist in duck world Mm, i guess not i don't know Sorry, Ohio. Maybe it's Cleve Pond. Mm. I was trying to think of something, yeah. (laughs) Seven hours later. (laughs) Cleve Pond. (laughs) Wait, did you say that? (laughs) You said that seven hours ago? (laughs) Oh, damn. He's like, I don't need your help. Thank you very much. And she walks away. And of course, it starts raining. And she sees him kind of like, button up his jacket a little bit more and she's like oh i feel so bad for this duck although ducks usually are fine in the rain yeah he was even like wiggling his little butt you know yeah because i I don't know if we talked about it already but his pants has like a little duck Mm -hmm. tail coming out of it like they specifically have like a slit in the back for the tail that's how you know He's a duck. Yeah, that's, I mean, Howard, the the duck is not his last name. I mean, you can't tell any other way, but when you see that tail sticking out. Yeah, maybe he was like, well, I got to get back home and for my friend Richard. And like, Richard who? Oh, Richard the duck. 
<laughs> He's married to Sally the duck. My mom, uh, Annie the duck. <laughs> and she's like, my name's Beverly. And he's like, oh, Beverly the human. <laughs> Is that how your names work here? Is that how that goes? But they go back to her apartment and she's like, oh, do you want milk? I could put it in a bowl for you. That's so cute. And he's like, the fuck are you talking about? We got to think, okay. That, I probably would have acted the same way. Well, you know what would have been a better joke? It, well, ducks. She would have been like, you want some bread? I, I can <laughs> give you some of this moldy bread. <laughs> he starts like chasing after her. <laughs> Tear it up, throw it on the floor. <laughs> I can ball up this bread. <laughs> I'll throw it in water for you if you want to die for it. Oh, yeah. But he asked you for a beer. He's like, I'll take a beer. And I'm like, how does your system work? Like, you give a duck a beer, which I don't know if has ever happened, but <laughs> I would love to see what would happen. But he's not very big if he's like, I'll drink one beer, and he's just wasted off his ass. Blastered, yeah. <laughs> well, he sits down in the chair in her apartment, and it starts vibrating, and he's like freaking the fuck out, but it's just a big truck going by. He's traumatized, man. Yeah, he's like, not again! PTSD. Yeah. And we get a little bit of his backstory here. He tells her he went to, he at first went to med school to be a plastic surgeon to do tail tucks. Yeah. <laughs> And he was just like, I didn't want to do that, so I started working construction and wrote songs. Yeah, that's better than being a doctor. Yeah, you could have all the money you wanted, but I guess, you know, if you don't want to do it, you don't want to do it. Yeah, that's true. Maybe he was like, I wasn't smart enough to pass the uh, exams. I accidentally killed a patient. Jesus, <laughs> I can't even imagine all the stuff that they have to go through. And duck anatomy? Oh my mm. god. I mean, they have tiny bodies, but... They're complicated. Yeah. You probably got to go to school for like 15 years for mm. ducking that. I don't mm. know. <laughs> probably not. She, you know, he falls asleep and she starts like touching him like, oh, he's real. They're like, this is real. And she, his wallet falls out and she starts going through it. Yeah. This was cute. I wrote down some of the things that I could see. He has a Mallard card, MasterCard. Mm. He has a Blooming Ducks card. And George Washington money with a duck on it. It's got like, he's got like a bill. Mm. And you want to know if this is for kids. She pulls out a tiny condom. Teeny tiny. Yeah. Poor lady. If they're going to get it on later. Yeah. <laughs> she goes, Howard. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember being like, I didn't know what that was when I watched this as a kid. I don't even remember that. Yeah. I think that I was just kind of like, oh, okay. He's got, you know, I don't know. Bubble gum. Was that bubble gum? <laughs> Well, do you remember ever watching the Coneheads movie? He chews condoms. He's like blowing mm, bubbles with them. Nice. <laughs> so the next day, she's like, I am going to take you to my scientist friend. And at the time, I was like, how does she know this guy? Mm -hmm. But we find out later he's dating one of the women in the band. Uh, that's right. But uh, she's like taking him in a cab and he is stuffed into a trash bag. <laughs> she poked holes in it. Yeah, but... They're not even trying to hide the fact that he's in there because she's talking to it. Yeah. It, she's like, he's like, oh, can I get out of this thing now? And she's like, Howard, come on, we're almost there. And you think people would be like, is there a kid in there? I'd be like, yeah, this is how he likes to travel. Yeah, you know. He's got problems. So talk about the people that must be ashamed of this movie. We've already met Leia Thompson. We had now introduced to Tim Robbins who plays this scientist that you think is a scientist, but it turns out he's like an assistant, lab assistant. Yeah, he 
he just wants to be a scientist. He sees Howard. She brings him to him, and he immediately leaves the room to go into, like, this meeting of all the other scientists. And mm-hmm. he's all like, you're never going to believe this. Oh, my God. You don't know what I just saw. I just saw. And he kind of thinks and realizes that no one will believe him or doesn't want them to know at this time. And he's like, nothing. I saw nothing. And he just leaves. <laughs> he is over the top. Yeah. He is. He's. I mean, of course, if you think about it, seeing Howard the Duck, it, it is it would freak me out. And I would probably talk a mile a minute. But um, he's wow. There's a lot. Yes. Yeah, he, he is. Which... And the lighting. I don't know. I'm guessing they meant to do this to make like his the shadowing from his glasses kind mm-hmm. of make him look like a mad scientist, you know, kind of thing. That's that's the vibe I was getting. Yeah. Well, I had to look it up because Tim Robbins was in Top Gun, the first one as well. Mm. And I was like, I wonder what year Top Gun came out the same year as Howard the Duck. Oh, wow. So and he's not you know in all of top gun he's there in a little bit so probably filming them here and there but you just imagine he's sitting with tom cruise in the set and he's all like well tom what what do you got going on now and he's like well i'm working with martin scorsese on a movie called the color of money i'm working with paul newman it's gonna be amazing (laughs) and he's like how about you tim what are you doing it's like howard the duck (laughs) working on howard the duck (laughs) oh okay um so we're gonna go over here now tim and you just stay right here that's why he's probably like uh hey you know i hear you're doing top gun maverick you know it's been years and years we've both gone on to many things and tim robbins i've won an oscar since then tom can do you think that i could be in top gun maverick and he's like no no i can't be with anybody that's was in a howard the duck Mm, yeah sorry you went wicker 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 I'm not going to ever see you or talk to you again. Which, I mean, probably good. Because then you know, maybe Tom would want him to be into Scientology. and mm, Maybe. That is a little bit mad scientist so... He wasn't into Scientology at the time, I don't think. But it would have been funny if he's like, Well, I'm in this movie, Howard the Duck, and it's about a duck that, you know, is sucked from his dimension... And he has to fight like an evil overlord from another world. And he's the like, Tom's like, wait, that really happened. And the- <laughs> he's like, what? He's like, did you not know this? Yeah, evil dark lords from the other dimension will suck people out from other worlds. <laughs> you you have to pay a million dollars for this not to happen. <laughs> yeah, you have to pay so much money for this to not happen. But if you're not careful, one day you're looking at a play duck and you just get sucked out of another world. Mm-hmm. He's like, play duck? He's like, yeah, I, I have them make me play duck <laughs> magazines. I jerk off to ducks. <laughs> duck boobies. <laughs> duck lumps. <laughs> duck dicks. <laughs> oh, Baby duck dicks. <laughs> Howard gets pissed off at Tim Robbins here because he's asking him if he has like superpowers and stuff. And he's like, oh, can you fly? And mm. so he runs off and then they catch up to him. And this is where Tim Robbins kind of gives his whole idea about like, they're in a museum, and he's like, well, look at here. It shows the evolution of man, where it was like we were once cavemen and evolved into men. And I, and it kind of flashes to what he was like. At some point, they evolved from ducks to the point to where they didn't need to fly anymore. That's probably where you're from. That's probably what happened. Hmm. And he's like, yeah, this is any kid in school learns this when they grow up. And he keep, and Tim Robbins' name is Phil, and Howard keeps calling him Philzy throughout the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Because he's cool. 
And Tim Robbins is like, God, I hope this movie never comes out. <laughs> I'm doing a Top Gun movie right now. God, I hope this never comes out. So they leave the museum and Howard's pretty pissed off that he because he's trying to find out a way to get home and these kids are like trying to like take photos with him because they think he's like a performer oh yeah and he like yells at them and screams and they all run off I'm like even if I was a kid I think I could probably take this thing although he does no quack foo which is kung fu <laughs> again if you cannot remember <laughs> that is also quack foo quack foo is kung fu I got you don't worry they get into a fight, Leah Thompson and Howard, and he tells her to get out of his life, so she runs off, and I wrote it in my notes, my notes are kind of, I was like, what did I try to write here? But she gets super mad at him and runs off and is like, hurt? And I'm like, you've known this thing for a night. Yeah, so do you think her acting is a little over the top? I definitely know that she can do better, but... She's always talking like this throughout the whole thing. Mm. Like Ducky. She's calling him calling him Ducky, by the way. Yeah. Ew, ew, ew. Um, maybe she was like, I was in Back to the Future. I was in Back to the Future. I just kind of felt like she was overacting. Just yeah. Just like over embellishing some things. And mm, I, I didn't think it was bad. Yeah. And I like her a lot, but... I just was like, well, maybe that's what they wanted. You know, the Probably. director or whatever. Yeah. Well, Howard is on his own now, so he does what he, you know any rational person would do when he goes on a job hunt. Gotta get a job, man. So it looks like he goes to like a job placement mm. location service or something. Yeah. He's in different clothes, and you hear him say that he had to shoplift from the little tyke section in the store. Because <laughs> I'm only 13. I guess this woman, thinking that this dude has no qualms about this dude being a duck, but she's all, like, bitching him out for being a slacker. Well, Autome, or Autome, I think was her name. Something like that, yeah. But they're like, they always send the freaks to me. Oh, okay. People that can't find a job, and, you know, she went on and on and on about, you know, how she's the best and she can place anybody in a job. Yeah, because she's like, I'll find your ass a job. She bends over to get, like, paperwork out of her drawer, and her ass is, like, in Howard's face. For, like, five minutes. And he goes to make it like he's going to bite it. Like, he's horny for this woman? I think mad. Oh, okay. I took it as in, like, oh, my God, look at this big ass in my face. I can't wait. Because she just basically chewed him out, called him a piece of shit, and that she was going to find him a job. I guess. I read it differently, but yeah, that makes sense. Because I was like, why is he all of a sudden horny for this old black woman? <laughs> He's just like, and tries to bite her. He likes big asses. I guess so. Well, he gets a job at a spa, which is basically a sex spa. Yeah, and she said that he'll take this job like a duck in water. Dun, dun. Dun, dun. <laughs> and... He's, like, walking down the hallway, like, he's got, like, a towels and stuff like that, and there's just people running all over here, like, getting it on. Yeah, I'm like, what are we, is this what they call a brothel? I don't know, a sex spa or something? Sex spa, okay. I had watched that Jeffrey Dahmer show, and the one that everyone was talking about, like, a year or so ago, and there is, like, an episode of him, like, going to these spas and drugging people. So I just half expected him to be, like, putting towels away. And there's, like, this Jeffrey Dahmer back there with this dude passed out on his lap. Oh, dear Lord. I know. It's messed up. But 
He makes some joke about how they made. He, oh, he says it must be mating season. <laughs> I didn't hear that. That's funny. Something like that. Well, <laughs> Howard's boss is like a dude with like a baseball cap and these big glasses, and this dude is sweating his ass off. Just nasty. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember why he does it, but he throws Howard into. Uh, oh, he says the um, hot tub is clogged. Yeah. And he throws Howard in the pool with people in it. And he says he can't swim. Which, yeah, I guess ducks, as you get older, or this new generation of ducks, don't need to swim anymore. That's weird. We cut to this owner, and I was like, is he cleaning out, like, a trash pit or something? But he's <laughs> cleaning out, like, a mud pit, because it's a, a spa. Mud bath, yeah. Mud bath, yeah, and he pulls, like, a bra out of it. Ooh. And I'm just like, my God, what is this spa? This is, like, I don't even want to touch anything in this place. It has probably got, like come all over it i was about to say howard there's come in the hot tub again can you get it out <laughs> yuck well howard is so pissed off at this dude that he slides on water and knocks this dude into the mud pit yeah it was so cool yeah he's like i quit he can't swim but he can slide on water yeah i mean i know it's two different things two different still, kind of things yeah i mean it's you're, water and water you're not swimming you're just kind of like using it but he knows how to slide. Does he not know how to drink? Because he, <laughs> he can't swim. <laughs> People listening are like, oh my god, what? No, no. I'm just laughing. I'm, I'm just messing. Well, Howard's like walking down the street. He gets off a bus and he's like depressed, I guess, because he doesn't have a job. There is a very funny guy as he gets off the bus. This dude's like looking at him and he goes, that's a duck. That's a duck, man. <laughs> it is a duck, man. I am the duck, man. Uh, he's watching TV and he sees like hunting shows and like guys shooting ducks. There's a very funny line where on TV this hillbilly guy is like, you got to blast them beep out of the sky. What? He's like, because he's swearing on TV. <laughs> I guess in Cleveland they <laughs> hunt a lot of ducks. I guess so. Yeah, it's just duck season. Yeah. Ducks. Not rabbit season this time. Duck season. It's not a good time to be Howard the Duck. No. In Cleveland. <laughs> well, Howard makes his way back to the punk club where Leah Thompson is, and he overhears the manager, which these guys are somebody. He's been in a bunch, but I think one of those dudes is the guy in, How in uh, Ferris Bueller where they steal the nice car when they park it, and it shows him, like, ramping it. Mm. He's been in a bunch of stuff, but Howard overhears the manager talking about how he's screwing these women over. What I find interesting is that she is singing this depressing song like she just broke up with like her boyfriend or whatever and in my head i'm just like oh my god this is a little kid it's a little kid well howard himself yes is supposed to be older but it is weird when you think about it well i know in the whole movie concept sure but like it's just i don't know it's just i can't get over it but and then all of a sudden she's like, you know, screw this. Let's do something more upbeat. And yeah. Then, and then it gets a little different vibe going on. And people in the audience are like, did you find it weird when she said, like, I want your duck dick? <laughs> I want to do it with you ducky style. It was just weird. Mm, that was a little weird. I want to have sex with your 13-year-old body. Mm, mm, like, I like how small you are. I think we need to get out of here. I didn't, I didn't like that at all. Yeah. It made me feel very uncomfortable. So basically, Howard is at the bar with this manager because the guy's like, oh, here's the money for all the girls. And the manager's like, I'll hold on to it for them. And then they mm. laugh. Like, <laughs> Again, a little overacting. 
well. I mean, these people are in a Howard the Duck movie. I know. I guess everybody is kind of overacting. It just be if they talk like Laszlo from What We Do in the Shadows. <laughs> I'll hold on to that for them. So, but Howard's like, give me their money. And the manager looks over at these two other guys and the guy's like, well, I told you when you started being a manager, you were going to run into some showbiz type people. Well, they get into a fight. Wouldn't you know it? This dude like takes Howard and throws him down the bar. Yeah. I think they underestimate his quack foo. Which is what? (laughs) Ass. It's kung foo. Okay. (laughs) Good, now we're back on track. Uh, he Howard gets back up and punches him, and this dude in the, I think it's the bartender maybe, hands Howard a bottle, and Howard smashes it over his head. Yeah. This guy's trying to stab Howard with an ice pick, but he gets it, and it's like he's going to stab him, and everyone's like, oh my god, but he yeah. stabs it through his earring. Ooh. And he instead like, threatens to stab this dude in the other ear. He's like, I'll make a hole in the other ear. Now, if this guy was a real badass, he would have just ripped the, the earring right out of his ear and taken that ice chipper thing and then stabbed Howard the Duck. Yeah. That's how I would have done it. Right. Well, it's kind of like that scene in um, Airheads where Chris Farley's telling that dude to move back mm-hmm. at the club or, or something. And he's like asking for... Th- no, 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 that's later. He's asking where the girl is and the guy's like giving him trouble and he rips the nipple ring out mm-hmm. and he's like what are you gonna do about it I was like, I was like improvise now that would hurt a little bit more I a think. lot so this you pointed out to me because the guys are like gonna try and help the the manager on the table but he tells the other guys to stay away and when he does his mouth doesn't move oh that's right i was like what what did i say <laughs> i didn't i don't think i wrote it down we <laughs> We rewound it because it was so funny. He's like, no, Richie, stay away, man. He's like, mm-hmm. like mouth does not move. <laughs> they were like, well, we've got to tell him to stay away. How we got to go back in there and put the voice in. How would people know? At this point, the fight's over. Howard says, you know, I'll give you all space rabies. And he's like, <laughs> and they all run away scared as if that's a real thing. <laughs> Do ducks get rabies? I don't know. Hmm. No, avians cannot get cannot get rabies so wow. you know if somebody had google right there it'd be like hey he's bullshit and aliens cannot get rabies yeah just shows kind of how dumb they are yeah they are pretty dumb mm-hmm. well howard goes back in the dressing room with all the women you know he's says he's all sorry about it Ugh. and leah she's just kind of like hmm, hmm. you know just like Acting all butthurt and shit. Yeah, and she's like, oh, you broke my heart after one night. Yeah. Uh, Howard has a weird line here where he's like, I forget how it gets set up, but he says something like, oh, sex appeal. Some have it and some don't. And he, like, touches a woman's leg. Mm-hmm. And they're all like, oh, this duck is horny. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of horny, Tim Robbins comes in here and he's like, Hey, I've got beer and stuff. You guys played a great show. And he's like, I'm here to watch you all undress. And the woman he's dating is like, oh. No, oh, oh. yeah. He he's see- like, no, for real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. Start start undressing. Start undressing. I wasn't fucking kidding. Do it right now. He sees Howard, and that's when he quacks at him again. He's like, wicker, wicker, wicker. <laughs> he starts uh, DJing. He's like, wicker, wicker, wicker. <laughs> Howard, wicker, wicker. <laughs> And 
I think he does he say something of the effect of like, oh, they're he told his bosses or he's gonna tell his boss about him at the moment. Because there is a weird line here where the girl he's dating is like kissing on him, Tim Robbins, and he's like something to the effect of, Well, I'm gonna go tell my bosses about you to see what we can do about maybe getting you home. And as he starts to leave, you just hear him be like, no sex, I'm working tonight. And he walks out. Oh, I didn't get that. And at this point, Howard does to give the girls the money and says, hey, I got rid of your manager. And they're like, you got us out of our contract. And one lady in the back goes, Mr. Duck, you're wonderful. Oh, wow. So here it is. Later, in, a little further in my notes, like I said, I should have looked them over. As we sat down, I realized I didn't. I just read the history of the comics, but... Tim Robbins says a colleague is bringing a feather to him that they found. Oh, yeah. A secret colleague. Yeah, a secret colleague is bringing a feather that they found and he wants to match it. So he needs to get a feather from Howard. Mm-hmm. And Howard is not fucking happy about yeah, that. Yeah, he's like, no. He's got, I only have a couple left. Yeah, he's got duck pattern baldness. Yeah. I can't give up any more feathers. He's like, that doesn't come back. Mm-mm. If you pluck it, no. Yeah, God. Well, he does. Howard is, like, trying to walk away, and he, like, plucks it out of his asshole. Oh, that's gonna hurt. <laughs> the most problematic scene now starts, really starts in the movie, but he goes home with Leia again. He's staying at her place, and she's, like, kind of just watching him from afar, but he starts, like, writing the Howard the Duck song pretty much at this point. Because he's, she's got like a little piano synthesizer and he's like messing with it. It's like, doom, 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 doom. He's like, boop, a boop, boop, a boop, boop. And he's like, Howard the Duck. <laughs> it was so catchy. Yeah, you were. So after we watched this movie, I went to the bathroom and I came out. You were dancing and you didn't see me at first. And I'm like, <laughs> were you dancing to Howard the Duck? And you I'm were like, like <laughs> snapping my fingers, like be bopping. I was like, you were dancing to the Howard the Duck song. And you were like, yeah. <laughs> like I was. I don't even know the words. <laughs> well, he says he was in a high school band or something called the Heart Howard and the Heartbreakers. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you would be in a fantastic manager for this band. And he, I mean, I guess he's a duck. She doesn't really know if he can like handle the business other than beat people up. I mean, he can do anything he wants. Yeah, he's like, I invested your money poorly. And you're broke. Well, we're in the same position then, so... I'm a duck. I don't know how money works. <laughs> <laughs> so she's in lingerie. Mm. Or like a nighty or whatever. Yeah. But she starts, like, making her bed, and the camera is, like, showing her ass. And Howard's just like, oh, my God. It's a woman's ass. Yeah. you think he wouldn't be, like, into humans. It's weird, right? Yeah. you think she wouldn't be into ducks. Like, how? I don't really understand... Because he's into ducks. I mean, we know that. He's like a freaking perv. I know. You think he would be like, you don't have any feathers? My God. Yeah. It's like when I look at a hairless cat, I'm like, my God, that's gross. (laughs) Ew, I touch your skin and it's all weird. (laughs) I don't, yeah, I don't understand it. I didn't mind this scene, though. Why is that? I thought it was very nice. Well, and this is the, I hate this kind of thing with women where she's like, you know, Howard, I need to find a man. And I'm like, why? Yeah. It's like, you're doing pretty well. You're in a punk band and, you know, doing well. And then she's like, I'm not happy until I have a man. No, nah, that goes with the times. She's like, do you think maybe I'll find happiness in the animal kingdom? I'm like, oh. Yeah. 
Here we go. I'm writing a new song about bestiality. Oh! You and me having bestiality. She's like hitting on him and his feathers on his head stick straight up yeah. like he's got an erection. That's kind of funny. Um, she And he's like, I uh, I can't, I have a headache. And she's like, well, I've got the aspirin. Yeah, this is where the $2 million comes in on that suit, you know, to get those feathers to raise up and yeah, go back down. The mouth moving. Mm-hmm. Hiding this little 13-year-old kid's boner. <laughs> yes. Oh, for fuck's sake. The kid in there is like, I don't, I don't know what I'm feeling. <laughs> That's how they sold it to him. They were like, you're going to be in a bed with a grown-up woman. And I, she's, don't, I don't know if I could do this. No. And I guess it's, you know... Like, that's what I'm thinking. Is it Leah or Leia? Leia. Leia. I think I called her Leah. Anyway, if I was Leia, I'd be like, how? Knowing that there is a 13-year-old kid inside this <laughs> costume, how? Hey, Miss Thompson, I'm I'm happy to, that we're going to film our almost sex scene today. <laughs> how? Like, I just, I cannot wrap my I know my head around it, and I can't, like, as a kid, that didn't even register. Yeah. I was like, oh, I hope they fall in love. That's what I was thinking as a kid. Yeah. I, I hope they stay together. It's funny, as kids, you're just like, oh, well, you know, yeah, there's no problem that she's wanting to have sex with this duck. When you get older, you're like, having sex with a duck? What the fuck? I mean, when we started this, I'm like, wait, wait, this is like a a um costume mm-hmm. uh, there's uh, maybe a, a little person is in there yeah like a 40 year old man term for that i don't want to diss any anybody there but yeah um, no midges i uh like <laughs> i'll cut that out <laughs> i uh i just this scene really really got to me Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely very strange. Well, thankfully, Jeffrey Jones... Well, <laughs> no, actually, no, thankfully, Jeffrey Jones from Ferris Bueller's Day Off as well. Um, and Tim Robbins and another man show up. They just walk in. He's like, your door was open. Mm. He sees them about to obviously get it on. Yeah. And they're not like, the fuck was about to happen in here? She kisses him on the beak. Yeah. Jeffrey Jones, if people don't know, he played the principal in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Like in the 90s or 2000s or whatnot, he was convicted of taking nude photos of young boys. So, his career is pretty much done with. And it's odd to watch him now. Yeah, he's so gross. Yeah, they were like, well, we've got an actor to play Howard the Duck. And he's like, well, how old is the boy? How old is the actor? And they're like... Well, you know, we did get this kid. He's like 13 years old. And he's like, mm, perfect. <laughs> well, you think? I mean, this is, he's sick, like, in the head. Yeah. And I can't imagine that just happened overnight. I can imagine that he's still sick in the head in this movie. I know. He's probably like, can I watch you put the suit on? Ugh. That is just gross. I'm probably going to listen back to this and be like, what the fuck was I talking about? <laughs> I'm going to edit this whole goddamn thing. Me too. But it, it is a thing, and we got to talk about it. Yes, it is very hard to watch movies with him now, knowing that he is a fucking sexual deviant. But he comes in, he is Tim Robbins' like boss or friend or whatever, and he's like, we work at a laboratory with a super laser, and we were trying to 
send signals into space, and it overloaded, and we thought we opened up a portal somewhere, and a single feather came through. Mm. And he's like, this is the same night that you came here. Oh, my gosh. It's like Doc, where he's like talking about the future mm. and back to the future. Yeah, yeah. And he does, does a little overacting, too, I think. He comes off as like he's excited, yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's what I'm getting confused with. Excitement versus overacting. Yeah. He was like, I think I can find a way and how we can send you back. And Tim Robbins is like, well, no, you can stay here and we can be famous. Mm. And I wrote it here in my notes because Jeffrey Jones here shakes Howard's hand. He's like, I think we can come up with a way to get you home. Shake, shake. And I wrote in my notes, I hope that kid wasn't in that costume at that point. Mm. Like, you know, we're going to have to make... Maybe it was two million because it was one million for the one with the kid in it, and then it was another million to make one that was just a doll. But like, all right, whenever Jeffrey Jones is around, we use the one that doesn't have a kid in it. Oh, you know what? What? Maybe because the uh, Howard the Duck was laying down when Leia was um, touching on him, so maybe the kid wasn't in there. It could be, and hopefully the kid wasn't in there whenever Jeffrey Jones was around. Yeah. But that kind of makes me feel a little better about her and how she could do this if there wasn't anybody in there at all. I know. I don't know. Well, Jeffrey Jones and his crew go off to the lab to kind of get things prepped. And Tim Robbins and Leah, they drive him in like a truck. And Howard is saying his goodbyes. And you're just like, well, this movie's over. All right. How about this? And Leah's like, you must have been born from a hard-boiled egg. And mm. he's like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> And he was like, you know, Leah, you are making it hard for me to leave. No, seriously, I am hard right now. <laughs> and what I find funny is they're like, yep, we can get you back home. And they are just immediately like saying their goodbyes. I know. And, and it's just, you know, doom and gloom right now. It, it's strange. He was like, I think I can get you home. You can get me home. Well, I said, I think. Yeah. No, I heard you say you can. Yeah, that's what I meant, that they think they can. <laughs> I know. Not, not a definite. And they're just like. Oh, I'm going to miss you. Well, they get to this lab and all these alarms are going off. And Tim Robbins is like, well, I don't understand why this is going on. And he turns the alarm off. They run into this dude whose face is burned. And <laughs> he was like, my eyes, my eyes. Yeah. And <laughs> he's like, the laser, it, it blew up again. It's like, they have no right to tamper with science. And then he just walks off. They're like. Not going to give that guy medical attention. No. He'll figure it out. (laughs) His sight will come back, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the people in this lab when they get in it is David Pamer. He's been in a ton of stuff, but it sucks to see him in this. Mm. He gives some exposition saying uh, Jeffrey Jones' character was working on the laser. It blew up. We, I guess they didn't have money enough for it to show this, but Jeffrey Jones was caught in the blast. And I even have it in my notes. I'm like, I guess they ran out of money to show this. Well, yeah. They're like, it was the coolest thing I've ever seen. It was this big laser blast and people flew away. And man, if it was in a movie, it'd be pretty badass to see. (laughs) (laughs) Not this one. If only. (laughs) So the police show up and I wanted to see if this cop, like the police detective was anybody, but I didn't take the time to look it up. Mm. You can tell I'm so into this movie. Yeah. (laughs) Obviously. By this time, you're like, I can't wait until it's over. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the cop is telling him to take the duck suit off, and he was like, I can't. So you know what they rest him for? 
police brutality. Yeah. What? Being an illegal alien. Right. I wonder why I put police brutality. I don't know. Maybe mm. that's later when they escaped. I don't know. It was, that does make sense because <laughs> this cop does say something to the effect of building a wall to keep these people out. Oh, God. <laughs> gotta. Make America great again. Yeah. MAGA. Got a MAGA hat on. Make Duck World great again. Uh... They, they have Howard and they're trying to like get this suit off of him. They think it's a suit, and it's like him and his boxers. Yeah. He's got like little duck boxers on, and <laughs> kind of cute. So they they arrest him for being an alien, and for some reason, this cop is like sitting there with him in this lab, and he like stops to get a cigar. Yeah, he's like, ooh, cigar, and then there just happens to be one lit already. Yeah, and Howard throws it in the trash. Yeah, and the cop like goes in for it, and he knocks him in the trash. That's kind of a weird. And he says, "Fire." <laughs> I just burned a man to death. <laughs> Wait. He throws the lit cigar in the trash and screams fire. Yes. And as this cop is like grabbing for it, he knocks him in there. Yeah. Leia was was in on it as well. She's like, oh, yeah, fire. Oh, oh. Yeah, because she gets a gun or she pulls his gun, I think. Yeah, she does. And she pulls it on this cop like, I'm going to go to jail for this duck. Well, she's in love. I know, and she says one of the one of the worst lines of the movie. She says, "Book him, Ducko," mm-hmm. and Howard's like, "I don't get that reference." He's like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't get it." Well, it's a TV show. Should, you don't. Shouldn't my name be Dan? Dano. Oh. <laughs> you don't have that TV show in Duck World? No. Oh. Hate it when people don't get my jokes. Uh, I have it in my notes here that I paused it to go to the bathroom. Or for laundry. I was doing laundry at this point, so I paused it to switch out the laundry. We had an hour left. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how the fuck is this possible? And I just want to brag. Yes, Scott does the laundry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't I, mind doing it. I love him so much. He does the dishes as well. No, you can't have him. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're married, so obviously... <laughs> And so the cops are, like, gathering, trying to find him, and one cop goes, oh, this duck, he got away. And you hear in the background this other cop go, aw. <laughs> Aw, shucks. Well, it's like, John, I know you were very invested, but yes, he got away. <laughs> and they were like, well, he took the gun from the other cop, so shoot to kill. Yeah. Leah Thompson they're like listening around the corner and she takes the gun she stole and throws it in like a vat of acid. She's like, oh. whoop, just tosses it. I'm like, oh, well, you might have needed that. I, I didn't get that, but she's I guess like, she just wanted to get it away from her. I guess she's been like, well, I'm not ready to kill a cop. <laughs> As they are trying to escape the facility, they run into Jeffrey Jones, which is not something you want to do. You don't want to see a Jeffrey Jones in the dark stumbling around the corner. Mm-mm. He's like, where's my camera? Where's my photos? <laughs> things things are uh, about to get... Possessy. Yes. Very possessy. See, what really pisses me off about this is that he keeps telling them, he's like, I am from a different world. I, this doctor is no longer here. And they're like, shut up. Yeah, they're just like, he just needs some coffee. <laughs> Like, he is being real weird right now. There is no way anybody from another world could come here, even though Howard the Duck is from another world. He's actually a 13-year-old kid. Right. It's fine. Yes, I know. And this is where we get to the parts that scared me. I don't know why it freaked me out about him being possessed. It is a little scary. 
My parents were religious, so the thought of being possessed seemed real to me at the time. You're like, he is going to hell, which he is. <laughs> In real life, <laughs> actually, no he idea. is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they drive away, and this is, he's, for some reason, they let this dude who is super fucked up and just in this gigantic explosion drive this car. Yeah. They're like, you drive, Doc. We'll, we'll sit here. Hopefully, you know, you don't have like a concussion or brain damage. Yeah, and I mean, it's quite a ride. Yeah, he says, at one point, he says, like, it feels like something is eating at my guts. Yeah. And she's yeah. like, well, what did you have for lunch? <laughs> There's so many stupid things. Yeah, he's like, oh, it feels like I'm transforming. And Howard, very ahead of his times, like, well, like a sex change. Yeah. And he talks about the end of the world. Yeah, and I wrote it in my notes. I'll stop saying that. I, I see it here in my notes that every time they're driving... It shows like a car going through traffic, but when it shows them in the car, you can obviously tell it's not moving. Yeah. They're just sitting there like bouncing. I know. <laughs> it's what they had, you know. They're like freaking out and he driving all crazy and shit like that, but he eventually pulls into a a Japanese diner. Yes. This is the weirdest thing. Yeah. Like he almost crashes into the wall or the glass, but he eventually stops and they go in. And it's an all-night diner, and the waiter, waiters and waitresses are wearing, like, Japanese headbands. Mm-hmm. And I want to know everything about this place. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is this? We need a place like this. Well, it's, they don't even serve, like, Japanese, because he says we need three specials, and she brings them, like, breakfast. Yeah, but there is, like, I don't know, um, are they called sous chefs? Yeah. Uh, there's one of those in the back. I got one of those. I get one of them chefs. Because <laughs> you know things happen later, and he's Chinese and um, looks like he's doing like sushi Chinese stuff, <laughs> chopping like sushi and things. You mean exactly, exactly doing Japanese stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, Jeffrey Jones is now gone at this point, and he's doing a voice where he's like. It is the end of the world. I will be here. I will bring the others. That's crazy. And they're all like, shut the fuck up, you psycho. Yeah, have some more coffee. You just need some good Japanese diner food. What's funny is, don't they order beers, too? Or they were like, oh, we'll have a beer. This waitress is this lady is like, this is my first acting gig. And I'm going to, she's, you know, pretty funny. Yeah, I thought she was great. I remember liking her as a kid. Yeah, because she's like, whoa, look at his costume. <laughs> and she's like, well, we, what do you guys need to eat? And he's like, we'll have three specials. Because, you know, yeah. Jeffrey Jones just won't shut the fuck up about the end of the world. And they're like, the dude's been in a terrible accident. His brain's gone. Mm-hmm. And the waitress brings the specials and it has like eggs on it. And Howard freaks out. So is it like. He's seeing, like, his version of cum or something on there? Or, like, dead babies? I'm guessing dead babies. <laughs> dead fried babies. Because I think they were over easy. Yeah. They weren't completely fried. Well, he freaks out, and the waitress takes it away. She's like, great, I'm going to have to throw these out. You just wasted a shit ton of money. Yeah, eggs are pretty expensive. And Jeffrey Jones shoots lasers out of his eyes and blows up the ketchup and mustard so they finally are like oh my god something is really wrong with this dude 
Yeah, but everybody in the diner is just kind of like, oh, this is just Friday night. Well, I mean, you see some weird shit at a diner. Mm-hmm. This isn't anything to them. They're like, oh, last time the guy levitated me. Especially if it's like two in the morning, two or three in the morning. Oh, my gosh. So I remember one time. <laughs> I was much younger. And I think we were in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. I was drunk off my ass. And we decided to go into this diner. And, oh, my gosh. This was like the grossest place ever. Yeah. And I made it even worse in the bathroom. Um, and then, yeah, then we ate. Did you throw up? Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> and then I'm like, mm, I feel better. Well, I just want to clarify what, what you did. Like, what end did it come out of? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Nope. Um, I did. I did vomit because um, severely drunk. Yes. Yeah. Well, it happens. Yeah, it did. Jeffrey Jones says at this point that he has the key to the laser. He calls it the code key. And it will go, it will bring about the other overlords from the dark dimension into the human race, or the planet to destroy the human race. And I don't really know why, but the rednecks in this diner start harassing him for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not looking it up, but I'm not watching this fucking movie ever again, but... Howard, they start messing with him because Howard's like mouthing off and they all pick him up and he starts like throwing pies at him. Oh, they come over and hit on Leia. Gotcha. Yeah. Howard smarts off and they start, you know, fighting with him and he's like throwing pies and this goes on for a while. It really could have been cut down. But what's really funny is they think that um, child molester guy. Jeffrey Jones. Jeffrey Jones is a ventriloquist mm-hmm. controlling Howard. That's right. Yeah. Because Howard smarts off and they're like, hey, why'd you say that to me? <laughs> oh, and this is where um, Leia announces that Howard is her boyfriend. That is a funny moment because, yeah, they're all like getting ready. They pick him up like they're all going to take him back and start cooking him in the kitchen. She goes, put him down. He's my boyfriend. And they all look at her like, are you fucking crazy? Yeah, like, what? <laughs> oh, my God. We really need to kill this thing. This is a 13-year-old kid. <laughs> how how why would you do this lady so they do take him back into the kitchen and this sous chef is like oh i'm gonna cook this duck up yeah and he's asking for uh jeffrey jones's help he was like please help me shoot them or shoot them with your lasers or something and oh uh, leah thompson's like he has the the these people have the code key, mm. and he's like, because Howard took it from him. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, if I take it from you, you're not gonna be able to bring these other guys in. But Leah tells him, these redneck people have the code key. So he starts getting up and he starts glowing, and he's like throwing shit at these people. Yeah. <laughs> the a waiter was like, oh, this guy must have had the chili. Yeah, that was kind of funny. funny line. Jeffrey Jones electrocutes the main hillbilly, like levitates a knife. Starts blowing things up. He starts quipping at these people. He's like, if you can't stand the heat, get out of the kitchen. Oh, yeah. I was like, when did this demon that has possessed him learn that phrase? Quipping all over the place. (laughs) So he blows that place up and all the people are like running out scared. And Howard and Beverly try to leave and he like blocks the doors with chairs. Yeah, and these fake plants. Yeah, he... (laughs) Fake plants. (laughs) He drops Howard to the ground and he takes 
he takes Leah Thompson now and makes her a victim throughout this movie where he's like, I'm going to steal your girlfriend and now you're going to have to come find her. And I'm sure Leah Thompson's like, I become kidnap bait in the third act. Oh, great. Yeah, Jeffrey Jones like steals a big rig and puts Leah Thompson in it. He does run over Howard as they're leaving this diner, which is pretty funny. He he ducks down. Oh, I was reading my notes. <laughs> <laughs> he ducks down and the, the big rig just drives right over him. Um, Jeffrey Jones in the truck says he needs Leah's body to bring other overworlds into this world. This is where the really scary part happens. Yeah, you want to say it? Yeah, so he's like, I'm hungry. And she's like, well, I ordered the special and you didn't need it. Yeah. Um, so then like this claw thing comes out of his mouth. Yeah, he opens his mouth and it's like popping out. It goes into the cigarette lighter. If kids, if you remember cigarette lighters. I think they still have them. My my car has them. I was just thinking, does mine? Um, yeah, it goes, he's like, I need more energy. So this lighter goes his uh tongue thing goes into the lighter mm. and starts like sucking power you see the truck is like driving faster it looks like and it's like blowing smoke out of the exhaust real, oh. a lot so all these cops now show up to this diner and they've got tim robbins in the back they've arrested him and at first i was like why is he here i was like what and they were mm. like oh they must have arrested him at the lab He's like walking or he's in the back of the car and he's like, he's like, please let me out. And he hears Howard. Howard's like, <laughs> and Howard is pretending to be like a statue. Yeah, he's pretending to be a chicken. Yeah, he comes over to let Tim Robbins out. And he like, Tim Robbins is like, no, I'll get out. And he leans over the front seat and starts to climb out the window. And Howard's like. Well, have you checked that the door's unlocked? And he just opens it. Mm-hmm. That's funny. So he tells Tim Robbins, you know, that they need to save Leah Thompson. They go next door to like a hangar, I think they said. And I, he... I, I, oh, it was a warehouse. Warehouse, right. Mm. This part doesn't really make too much sense, but they find a plane, like a little mini plane propeller. It's like one of those things that, like hobbyists can do. Yeah, it has like a lawnmower engine yeah. on it. You know, you got to pull it to start it. Yeah, when when I lived with my parents, this guy who was the dad of one of my friends used to do this thing where they he was like in like a little go-kart type thing, mm. but it had a gigantic fan on the back and it had like a parachute and I guess he'd just take off and the parachute like and he would be super high up, but he would just be like kind of Shit. Yeah, he just did that for fun. Scary. I would be. I would be scared. Um. But yeah, they find this plane, and Tim Robbins is like, "I'm going to help put it together. You know, you'll have to help me, and we'll we'll fly there. We'll be there in no time. We can't just get a car and just leave right now." Mm-mm. Nope. Because neither one of them knew how to drive. Right. Well. It's morning time now. We cut to Jeffrey Jones and Leah Thompson. And I thought they had made it to the lab. But apparently this is just a pit stop at a nuclear facility. Yeah. Because <laughs> Jeffrey Jones needs more power. Yeah, they um they pass by it and he's all like, yum. Yeah. I'm hungry. It's very funny because they go into this facility. Well, it's just Jeffrey Jones, right? I don't think Leah Thompson goes in. No, he ties her up. Right, right. That's right. 
he goes in and he looks like shit. Yeah, absolutely. Like, he looks like he is absolutely hungover, but he's touring with this people and the guys are like, oh, if you come here, this is the entrance to the nuclear reactor, you he, know? He kind of looks like he's done some meth. <laughs> You know how they have the, the burns on their face? Yeah. Yeah. Sores and stuff? Uh-huh. He's like, I've been up all night. Smoking meth. Doing power. I'm like, is power slang for meth? <laughs> that's, a, that's a new drug. I've been doing toot. <laughs> toot power. <laughs> I've been tooting all night and po- getting power. <laughs> so the, like, the tour leaves and he breaks into this nuclear reactor and he opens the door and it's like all these alarms are going off but he walks in and it's like a it looks like he walks into heaven almost it's just like a blaring light and he like walks into it and it cuts and i think at this point you're like wouldn't everybody die of radiation well i'm glad you mentioned that because i totally forgot but yeah you think opening a nuclear reactor with people in the building or whatever would would be pretty bad it would be real bad i would imagine because there's a reason why that's you know behind all the security all of yeah well bafflingly jeffrey jones is alive at the end of this movie you think he would be like i have every form of cancer known to man mm-hmm. nope too bad he is still alive <laughs> unfortunately the actor jeffrey jones is alive it is very heartbreaking he couldn't be like well when we filmed howard the duck they made me go into a real nuclear reactor so i have Every cancer in real life. Mm-hmm. They knew at that time I was a complete piece of trash. You see how he's been acting around the actor that plays Howard the Duck? Mm. I think something's wrong. I think something, yeah, something's up. He wants to see his little duck dick. Dude, when that <laughs> when that kid took the, the helmet off of the Howard the Duck head, he asked if he could smell it. Oh, yeah. Like, there's something wrong here. So this scene is pretty damn long, too. Howard and Tim Robbins finally take off in this thing. And it's just a wacky adventure. I mean, they just fly. The cops are, like, right behind him the whole time. It's a quacky adventure. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. You are. I didn't think of that. That's very funny. <laughs> I don't know what to say about it. I mean, it's just, like, yeah. cars get destroyed. It's like the Blues Brothers, which apparently John Landis was supposed to direct this movie. Steven Spielberg had asked him. He directed the Blues Brothers. And when he read this part of the script, he was like, well, big car crashes and stuff is exactly like the ending of the Blues Brothers. Mm. And he's like, I don't really want to direct that again. The same thing as I've done. Which is a good thing because later John Landis would direct a segment for the Twilight Zone movie and a helicopter would crash, killing an actor and two kids. Oh. So, you know, (laughs) it's probably not a good idea to have a child actor, Tim Robbins, around a helicopter-like vehicle. Mm-mm. yikes yeah and it came out it was bad it was like filming at night the helicopter pilot was like i shouldn't be doing this i shouldn't be flying at night is that real yeah like oh my god yeah it, in the movie it's a the twilight zone movie the segment is about a racist who goes back through time and he becomes like a if i remember right he becomes like a black man doing kkk and he's like going through vietnam if i remember but mm-hmm. basically in the movie he is in vietnam and he's like trying to save these two kids that are trying to be killed by the vietnamese and what happened is is this helicopter was flying too low flying i can't i don't remember the logistics of it but basically is the helicopter crashed while the actor of the movie was um had these two kids these actors in the scene mm. helicopter crashed 
they were all decapitated and killed instantly. Oh. And these kids were like not union actors or were not supposed to be there. So it was a huge deal. How John oh. Landis got away with it, it like he kind of got like a slap on the wrist. Oh my gosh, that's devastating. Yeah, I, I don't, it's terrible. It's like a horrific thing. And he's like, well, I don't want to direct Howard the Duck. The uh, helicopter scene, though, intrigued me. I think I may uh, take inspiration <laughs> for that later. Does anybody Ooh. get decapitated? Get it. Been like, oh, what if he would have done Howard the Duck and maybe those kids would still be alive? Or, or Tim Robbins and that kid in the duck suit would be decapitated. He's like, I want to film oh, this true. helicopter scene at night. Either way, a kid dies. It's not good. Not good, no. Not good. Well, they eventually get to the fucking lab. What do you want from us? I mean, <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Let's please not go through the whole thing. At this point, I'm like, wow, I did not realize how long this movie was. <laughs> I know. They they get to the lab and they're like, we need something to fight this demon. And uh, Tim Robbins takes him to like a weapons store, like a experimental weapons facility. Mm. Of, and they get like a, a laser beam type thing. A neutron disintegrator. Oh, yeah. Derp, derp, derp. They're like, well, we can't just carry this fucking thing around. We got to get a little go-kart over here. Yeah, they get like a little transportation vehicle and they're like, they've like attached it to it so Howard can drive and shoot at the same time. I said go-kart. I meant golf cart. Right. Go-kart's a little different. Go-kart. That's a golf cart. <laughs> So they get into the lab. They see that he is now targeting the Dark Lord's homeworld to bring them all in. Mm-hmm. And as they come in, Leah Thompson just uttering, again, terrible lines, goes, Be careful, Howard. He's in a bad mood. Ah, no way. And we should note that Jeffrey Jones, after the thing, is like completely fucked up. His hair is completely white. And he's lost like a bunch of hair. His face is all fucked up. He's got like kind of demon hands. Mm-hmm. After being in the nuclear reactor, he is transitioning. <laughs> <laughs> he he's now a they them because there's more than one person in him. <laughs> uh, he shoots laser beams, and Tim Robbins like deflects it with like a mirror type thing or whatever. Like a no, I have no fucking clue. He deflects it, and he's like his his hair's on fire. It's like smoking after he deflects it. <laughs> Now, one weird thing I thought yeah. here is that Howard gets into this, the golf cart thingy, mm-hmm. and ends up crashing. Yeah. Or, no, no, no. They were getting it ready, and then Howard pushes a button, and the cart just takes off on its own. And it crashes. Yeah. And then that's when he deflects this beam. Mm-hmm. And then Howard gets back in it to try to get the cart to go. Right. But it wouldn't go. Because. And then Tim's all like, oh, you got to buckle the seatbelt. And so that's what he does. And then it goes. But how did he push a button and it go? But then now he has to buckle the seatbelt and it go. I don't know. It's like they wanted to put a safety message in for the kids that are still here. They were like, kids, don't forget to buckle your seatbelts every time you get into a car. Yeah, because kids are totally should be watching this movie. <laughs> right. Edlund, definitely not at this point. Oh, my goodness. It was, I didn't like that part. Yeah, like, it was how, dumb. How? 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 Well, they get into like a like a Western, like a standoff. You've got Jeffrey Jones on one end and Howard the Duck in the car, the go-kart type thing with the laser on the other. He starts to drive towards 
Jeffrey Jones and Jones spits acid out of his mouth. Yeah. He's like like he got like he's spitting blood out like he got hurt. He spits it on the ground and it's like acid. Like he was chewing. Yeah, oh that's yeah, that's he a better was chewing on some cancer that had formed in his mouth and when he spit that out it's like acid. Yeah, exactly. He's <laughs> <laughs> like that was actually not scripted. I did that for real and acid came out and I was like, Should I go to the doctor? And they're like, No, no. No, 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 no it's fine. It's- it's just, uh, it's natural. They were like, should we take him to the doctor? He may be really sick. He's like, no, no, I saw some of the photos he was taking earlier. We, we, yeah, he's we, he's got to be killed. No, he's got to die. But we got to get him through this movie first. <laughs> <laughs> well, Howard shoots this laser off and it creates a huge explosion. Um, Jeffrey Jones is like trying to shoot his power beams at him and it, an explosion happens and they do end up finding Jeffrey Jones and he's like, he's... He's no longer in me. He's still here, though. <laughs> in me as in possessed, you sicko. What? I'm not laughing. <laughs> um, Tim Robbins and Leah Thompson. Tim Robbins is, like, untying Leah Thompson, and they're, like, kind of arguing about it, and then this big stop-motion animation Dark Lord comes oh, out. Oh, this is, like, the worst part. It doesn't look great today. I mean, you can tell. It's like they filmed this and then they put the actors in like afterwards. They, they kind of put it together. Yeah. Because whenever Howard's standing there looking at it, it looks bad. It does. Very, very, very. And But this thing is like a reverse scorpion because his legs are backwards than how a normal. Mm. And he's got like claws type things <laughs> and, and like tentacles come out of the claws. Damn. <laughs> well, they're not like hands. They're they're weird, but like tentacles come out of the hands. Yeah, they're out out the middle of the hands is kind of what came out of his mouth. Like dogs with bees, and when they bark, the bees come out of their mouths. That's, that's the Simpsons. <laughs> he activates this thing, and the computer is like five minutes until demons. <laughs> <laughs> until demons. That's it. This I wondered how it wouldn't affect you afterwards, but this uh, Dark Lord shoots a, like a beam of light at Leah Thompson and Tim Robbins, and it's like they're getting... Electrocuted. Yeah, like constantly, and they're like, Howard! They look a little translucent and sparkly. Yeah, you think like, spoiler alert, they're fine when they kill the Dark Lord, <laughs> but you would think they would be like, Howard... Howard, please kill me. Kill me. That was the worst pain I've ever felt in my life. Kill me. Yeah, because they look like they're being tortured. And it's funny because Howard is like talking to this thing like, oh, no, don't hurt him. And he just keeps like shooting at them. It's mm. it's like in Futurama where they're making fun of Star Trek. And instead of Scotty, they've got Welshie and like the dead body of Welshie's there and they just keep shooting it. <laughs> He's like, oh, Howard, you've pissed me off. Shoots Leah and Tim Robbins. <laughs> And he's like, I'm going to take you down, Dark Lord. Oh, you think so? Shoot, Lynn, Tim Robbins. <laughs> They're like, shut the fuck up, Howard. Howard, stop. Stop making him mad. Does he, he blast it with the laser again? Or does he just, or I think he blows the laser up or something. You know what? We're going with it. He blows the laser up. Yeah, it was like two minutes until arrival. And then Howard's like, I got to get back up on this cart. Yeah. Um. To blow the monster. Yeah, and he's sitting there, and he's, he pauses for a minute because if he doesn't do it, he won't be able to go home. And um, it just shows Jeffrey Jones standing to the side for a second. It quickly cuts to him, and he just goes, kill it! <laughs> Very funny. 
you start to see all these other demons, and they look exactly like this Dark Lord, but they're starting to come through the sky a little bit. Mm. And Howard says, goodbye, Duckburg. And he blows the laser up. Yeah. But Leia was kind of like, no, you'll never be able to go home again. And he couldn't, like, the neutron is on this cart, right? Yeah. He couldn't use the cart for some reason. He's got to pick up that neutron and put it on his shoulder. Yeah. Because that's, like, badass, right? I mean, he wants to be the hero. And then he shoots it and kills, you know, the, the laser beam. Yeah, and I wrote in here and said, any how anyone had a career after this movie is just insane to me. I didn't think it was that bad. We'll get to that. Okay. Well, they're fine. Tim Robbins, Leah Thompson, they are no longer being shocked. Their souls are no longer being torn apart in their bodies. They find Howard, and he's, like, dead. Yeah. They're like, oh, my God, Howard is dead. I was like, how do they know he's dead? He looks dead. He's just laying there with his eyes closed. Well, I do that when I sleep. <laughs> well, I can tell that you're you, asleep, though. Do you, do you think I'm dead when I sleep? Not at all, because I don't know if you people can hear our dog Lily snoring, but <laughs> just imagine that, but, like, ten times more. You fucker, that's you. <laughs> well, I don't notice that, but I mean, we both snore. Mine is cute. I'm just like, either she is snoring or char- starting a chainsaw. I don't know. <laughs> I know mine's bad, but hey, I don't hear it because I'm asleep. <laughs> and um, so Howard sits up and they're like, oh, Howard, you're alive. And he's like. I am not Howard anymore. Oh, too soon. Yeah, I know. Not a good time to really joke. But he starts coughing and he's like, sorry, I had stuff in my sinuses. Uh-huh. So you're like, oh, thank God the movie's over. We cut to Leah Thompson in her band playing. And you're like, fuck it, end. <laughs> fuck you, Howard the Duck. <laughs> this is the best song in the world, man. I know. Well, Tim Robbins is like their stage tech guy. He's their manager. Well, not their manager, but he's like their technician because he's like in the back working on their pyrotechnics or whatever. And they're in a better place because they were playing behind a cage before. Now they they don't have a cage anymore. Yeah, talk about the Blues Brothers. They were playing behind chicken wire. Yeah. This drummer, by the way, you know, she's not sitting down playing drums. She's playing electronic drums. She's only got like four pads Mm -hmm. and she's like standing up like, and I'm like, I hate. I hate oh. electronic drums like that. I saw a King Crimson thing one time where Bill Bruford was standing up playing his electronic drums, and I'm like, I know it was like the the technology of the time, but it just looks dumb to me. Okay. I just want like a real kit. You sitting down and playing it, you know. But Don't stand up and do drums, people. It will piss Scott off. Electronic drums. Like, you know, you want to be like oh. Danny Carey and incorporate electronic drums into your others. Cool. Mm-hmm. But like full electronic drums i don't think work they don't they don't sound good all right there you have it maybe today's standards i haven't really looked into it but just my opinion the 80s were a rough time it was yeah i mean i put a lot of notes in here about that drummer standing up i just wanted to make it (laughs) have to say something about it but you're right they are singing howard the duck want to be howard the the duck duck. and the crowd knows it because they're like the duck yeah and they, like, start jamming, like, hard. Yeah, because Howard is, like, some of the effects don't go off, so he climbs up to the rafters to try and, like, get it, and mm. he ends up getting, like, dropped down to the stage. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, my God, yay, it's Howard the Duck. Hey, and Howard. Somebody's like, oh, 
Howard, play with us. And they bring him, like, a little guitar. Yeah. It's like a little kid guitar. Yeah, that's cute. But he starts uh, soloing. He starts shredding like a maniac. Yep. He shakes his duck ass at the audience, and it shows these women, like, going crazy. Like, he's 13. Holy Jesus. Um... And then you're like, okay, great, it's over. And then they go into the backstage, and you're just like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> and um, he's like, hey, not bad from a duck from space. And she's like, you did great, ducky. They lean in to kiss, and right before, it cuts the credits. And yeah. I'm like, whew. And the little 13-year-old boy's like, so I get to kiss her? You're saying <laughs> I get to? <laughs> I take this head off. Are you th- <laughs> And Jeffrey Jones is like, yes, please. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. <sighs> and I stood up after this was over, and I was like, this may be one of the worst movies we've done. And you were like, how? No. Yeah, okay. Okay. Listen. So I know Drop Dead Fred, which is the episode we did before. Yeah. Uh, rewatching that was kind of like, ooh, shouldn't have done it. Um, but this one, yeah, it's not perfect, and it could have been cut down way shorter. Yeah. There are some things that could have been cut out, but I still really liked it. Yeah, I don't know. I just didn't really care for it. I thought it was kind of silly and, and dumb in parts, and the sexuality is all over the place, and I'm yeah. just like, weird. This is weird as hell. That, I mean, mm And, you know, the problems with knowing that it was a 13-year-old boy in there and that it was Jeffrey Jones and you're just trying to make me hate it no you can like it if you want and i'm sure there's people that have us have a special place in their heart for it you know but rewatching it i did not care for it all right well that's okay yeah that's why we're here like so that was howard the duck everybody yeah thanks for listening we really appreciate it if you would tell a friend about us maybe and so they could listen and we can get more downloads if you have suggestions we love suggestions we will jump right on that because we are people pleasers yep uh you can send a message through uh social media or you can email us at the film obsessed couple at gmail.com we really appreciate everything and um that's it well great so we got through howard the duck and now i'm excited for this next one because i want i'm excited for what you think of it Mm. and it's gonna be hopefully not too hard to like follow because it is kind of like a time travel-y type movie oh jesus well basically why i'm picking this we're doing predestination it's got ethan hawk in it and sarah snook now you're like who were who is that person now we're we are just got through i'm gonna stop saying now now we now we (laughs) Now we, now we have just gotten through season one of Succession. <laughs> okay. And Sarah Snook, I hope I'm saying the last name right, is Shiv on the show. Yes. And she is in this movie with Ethan Hawke. It's like a time travel, trying to like a, it's almost like the book I'm reading a little bit. It's like time travel investigators. I'm reading Gone World right now. Interesting. Uh, it. I really enjoyed it. I haven't seen it since it came out. But I heard good things when I did, and I decided to watch it and enjoyed it. So it'll, it'll be fun. Maybe some things, you know, will get slipped by you, or, or, you know, if there's some things that need explanation or want to talk about more, we can. Okay, I'm excited. And we can talk about maybe what we would do in time travel. Ooh, that's fun. Yeah. So that was, that that is it. We've got Predestination coming up next time, so we thank you all for listening. Bye-bye.